1: Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with David. Hey, how's it going? David, you might be sipping a coffee because it's there's a time difference because it's what it's 8 a.m. <laughs> here and there's what's 5 a.m. there
0: for you? Yeah, it's 5.20 right now. Are
1: you ready for my ultimate question I always ask in the beginning of the podcast? Absolutely. Well, it looks like I'm going to have to change it. So I'm going to ask you, what, if you could pick anything, a deep thinking one, a deep thinking question that has come to your life at any moment that you kind of hone in on, that kind of keeps you grounded i would say what would that
0: be um ooh a, a deep thinking question let me think um
1: it's a really tough one i i, I yeah. the, the reason why i say is cuz i came out this morning uh you know it's pitch black out we had like kind of not really a full moon i would say like close to it i don't know the people that are like quarter moon whatever they call it but i looked up at the stars And I was wondering, I used to look up all the time as a kid and just see so many of them. And I was looking up and I was like, how many of those are planes? And you could see them blinking. I was like, plane, 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 plane. That one's probably a planet. And with my ego issue, I always like if I get too inflated in it, where my mind feels like it's the biggest thing in the world, I go... Think of those stars and how just minuscule we are in our state, than minuscule we are in our country, than minuscule we are in the world, than minuscule we are as in the galaxy. And it just keeps me grounded to where I don't tell the cashier at like a dollar store to fuck off. It's what (laughs) keeps me leveled.
0: I think, um, I I don't think it's so much more of a a question. It's just more whenever um, I get really into something, and I uh, just mess up with it like really badly, which I often will do uh, when doing something for either the first time or being really passionate about something. And normally, I'll mess up really hard or someone else will come along and do it way better than me um, directly. And and that uh, kind of helps me stay in check. Like, okay, hold on, I'm not the best person in the world for whatever it may be whether it's writing or whatever the heck it may be and that always puts me puts me in check and it you know motivates me to do better and it also helps me realize like hey i'm not the only person in the world doing this i'm not you know the best person in the world at this um i should strive to be that to the best of my ability but uh you know just thinking about how there's other people blowing what I do out of the water, like by a mile, just kind of helps keep me in check, I guess.
1: I got that on a daily basis when I was like growing up in school, like I would be like shooting for a three or three line or whatever, three pointer at like the half court or something. I'm going to shoot half court shot. I go and shoot it miss like a thousand times. Like I'm going to get this. Then some person just walks up with like one arm and throws it in there. And I'm like,
0: (laughs) uh,
1: like, it just makes you feel so bad that like, it makes me wonder like when a tw- when there are twins born for instance yeah one twin sometimes in certain like movie scenarios or in some rare cases seems like it's gifted with all the intelligence and the other one's just kind of gifted with like nothing like has no special talents They're, they they basic average, maybe a little bit below average, but the other one just excels in everything he does. And I'm like, is that because all the skills that were supposed to be split between both of you just got put into one (laughs) of you? Like, it makes me think so much when it comes to the concept of there are people that are extremely talented and gifted at some things. You got uh, Michael Jordan, you got, and then there's people that are maybe in their family, like the lesser cousin, that doesn't have all those abilities and just average. Like, how did how is your dad? Like you can be like, how is your dad Robin Williams? And then you're just like a blank slate where you have the voice crackle that I hate that goes, and yeah, uh like that thing. Like, are you kidding me? Like, where's the personality go?
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting because I I I tackle with this a lot with myself. I mean, my three siblings uh in high school all three of their teams uh all four years from when they were freshmen till the, they were seniors they were always like the best teams in their high school and I went to a different high school than they eventually or yeah than I did um and you know I wasn't bad at sports at all actually I was I was fairly decent but that was it I was just decent I wasn't like um my oldest sister where she was like the star player of the of the field hockey team or like my brother who was uh the point guard that would bank every shot and you know and 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 be the most valuable player on the team. Um it was it was a little stressful in high school too. I, I remember because with every sport I, I played a multiple I played basketball, volleyball, football, uh I even played golf one year, I think. Um and i was just never super super good at it and always it always i always again i always had to make sure and and, and make myself feel like hey it, it's okay you know i i'm i'm trying to make myself like my siblings when i'm not and i had to remind myself that i'm not them and that maybe this just isn't you know the best thing i might be or the thing i might be best at but that's not necessarily a bad thing um, and so I had to constantly remind myself that through high school and then that goes with anything. But yeah, it's just interesting, especially with siblings too. you know you have these expectations to live up to whether they're really famous or they're just really good at something and you want to be good at that particular thing too. Uh, I bring you know,
1: up we- Macaulay Culkin's brother who is in signs like mm-hmm. imagine the coming home as him and be like oh my god I'm in this amazing movie with this amazing director Mel Gibson's my father Uh, Jacqueline Phoenix is my is my uncle and we're gonna fight aliens and it's this whole thing that's gonna be amazingly popular in the future and then like your mom's just like that's okay but you know your brother he's home alone and you're like (laughs) oh you can never live up to those expectations I think Kevin Spacey puts it up best. Uh, best representation would be Fred Claus where his brother's Santa Claus and has like all everything everybody loves him and he's just known as like the the mess up brother and he's like you're that tree that grows in the shadow of the other tree and is just twisting and bending for sunlight but i'm like is that that is a little bit on society's fault, not really just in the family aspect of things. Is like if, like, in my school, in my gym, you would look up and you would see flags of all the championships that we've won for every single team, would have their own flag, and then you would see like 2008, 2006, 2012. And you're like, Where, what happened? And why is it every two years? What the fuck? What, are we just messing up the next year? But then you look over and you're like, I was like, Wait a minute, my team has a bowling team. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. And there are kids in there that practice so hard at that, but it's not even in your realm or aspect of things because all the major popular ones are like, you got to run track. You got to play basketball. You got to do this. And it's like, that's a little bit on society because apparently to everyone, that's the most entertaining. But if you've ever seen golf on TV, I used to hate it. I used to be like, this is the dumbest shit I have ever seen in my entire life. And then there was a, uh, I guess, a game that they had in one of the championships where it's apparently you have to play the ball where it lies. Well, a dude had hit one of the balls and it had went behind a giant boulder. So he asked the whole audience to come over and help them move this boulder. And I was like, no fucking way. So you just see like thirty people pick up this rock and just move it out of the, the out of his way of the shot so he can take a shot. And I was like, I think I have more respect for this game because that is like a love that a lot of people like. It's just. It, might not be in my wheelhouse like some people like to just fucking build ikea furniture for fun that's something i would never do that's (laughs) torture but it's in their wheelhouse and it's what they enjoy to do and it's what they're good at
0: yeah no and it's you you're absolutely right and you know there's so many things that i i personally believe everybody has something that they have an inherent talent for uh to one person it might be the stupidest thing on the planet but hey do it you know i i think we we have this problem as society where we uh focus so much on on the one or two things that are so popular that we forget that there's other things too that might be good that you know there's these communities that would definitely love to have them you know check them out and that's why i think especially with audio dramas it's important to support a lot of these small creators and a lot of people that are just starting up and even the even the bigger creators too. Um, because it's just such a niched community. It's so small, relative. you know, every almost everybody knows each other to some extent, and at once you're in there, and you know, now you're just you're just starting to get a lot of these bigger uh, companies, you know, just kind of noticing how popular these things are, uh, or they how popular they're starting to become. But, 2 3 years ago it wasn't like that at all 2 3 years ago i you could ask one in 10 people or 10 people and like maybe one person could probably tell you what an audio drama is um and so i think that with anything especially those you you, you know we we should be a lot more supportive of people that uh either want to do it or that uh you know have a have an innate ability for that um because at the end of the day we don't know what we might find enjoyable and what we might not and i think uh we have to remember that is is to stop going with this thing of oh well this is unpopular so i'm not gonna watch it because it's unpopular i think that's that's something we need to get get out of that uh particular mindset i think it's going to get to a point
1: where like if you would have taken when the internet first came out, for instance, so let's go, let's go back to the whole Y2K scenario, the year 2000, the world's going to end. And the only reason people thought that was because the calendar on their computer only went to 1999. So they thought all technology was going to go down the shitter. And you're like, okay, well, who was the genius that came up with that one? But if you look at when the internet first came out, they let that be a free thing. They let that be. Here's the internet. You don't have to pay or log in to be able to access it. This is just free. We're going to give this out there and give you this amazing content. And then now you think those people that did that were probably thinking, damn, we should have made a payment on that. So we would have actually made a lot more money, you know? So this is my fear with... Sponsorships, for instance, every audio drama, everything that's starting to make a rise that's starting to come back. Like we talk about sports, for instance, all the major ones being in the limelight. Now, they're probably looking at bowling, they're probably looking at other things and really trying to hammer out those teams, realizing that there's amazing talent in each individual sport or each individual thing. So, with audio books, with sponsorships comes in, it might be good for the person that's running the audio drama to be able to create their stuff for their show, you know, get a little bit of money, get a little bit more funding, get a little bit out there. But the sponsorship line gets screwy because of who's sponsoring you. You have to either be friends with that person, like for a long time where you know, like, dude, I was there before you even had this company. But even then it gets hard because when someone's able to own a show or have a say in something that you do, they always want to put their fucking opinion in. And it's like, if you're going to listen to a show, you're listening to the person, you like the person. But then if you want to own the show, if you want to invest in a thing, if I invest in the toilet paper stock, I'm not giving them my opinion on anything because of the fact of they already know what they're doing. I'm just giving them an investment. It doesn't give me the access or capability to be like, Hey, let's turn the toilet paper into a more grainier thing. So it feels like sandpaper. When I wipe my ass, <laughs> they would take that and throw it out the window, but like, get out of here.
0: Yeah,
1: That's with sponsorships though is all these, like I've, I've seen so many people now be like, I'm sponsored by manscapes. And I just started my, my podcast. I'm like, does that ever get like crazy though? Because you look at, I've listened to my buddy's podcast, for instance, that just came out. He's got one episode. He's already sponsored by Manscapes and sponsored by like two other ones. 30 minutes of his shit is ads. And I'm like, dude, I can't listen to an episode when it's giving me a before ad and then a mid-roll read and then an end read. And then it goes back to the beginning and it starts telling me something else. I'm like, I don't even get to hear you talk. It's like watching a commercial and they leave you on a cliffhanger or, no, watching a show and a commercial pops in. It's like, here's the scene where the dude's about to get shot. And then it's like commercial. It's like, why would you show me a Tampax commercial in the most climactic moment of a fucking CSI show? It doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, I think one of the biggest thing, one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people fall into that is the fact that they're desperate to get their stuff made. They're desperate to, you know, whatever it is. And, and And a lot of people will have a set budget and it's because they don't want to go lower than that or they don't want to lose the quality, which I can absolutely respect. But I think with a lot of these companies and corporations, they understand that. They understand that people are desperate uh, for money and so they'll be like hey we'll give you uh we'll give you five thousand dollars per episode but uh you gotta you gotta make 90 percent of your episode uh whatever you know and coming from the film industry too you know that was something that i learned very quick and that's why as soon as i came and started doing audio dramas um I, i've only had one sponsorship uh someone come up to me and and say you know oh oh, i'll i'll help you fund your audio drama but i was like i i it's it's i i declined it and the the only reason being is is one my actors voluntarily work for free they're really good but you know a lot of them want to do it for the sake of doing it a lot of them don't want to get paid for it and they've like been adamantly clear to me like don't pay me i'm gonna pay some of them that would be like yeah that's not a bad thing but for the most part, all of them are like, dude, I just love doing this type of thing. And I think that is where, for me, I try to find a lot of actors too that had that drive to just do it. And it's not just about the money or it's not just about the clout. And then eventually, you know, if I can give them money, I can give them money. But um, I think that's a, going back to what I was saying, that, that that's a common trap that I see but a lot of people kind of just fall into. And there's a couple shows or not shows, but like podcasts that I've seen over the years where they start off as their own independent thing. And then they get sponsored by somebody. And then all they talk about is the product or the service or whatever it is. And it just gets so annoying. It's like, this isn't what I wanted to listen to. This isn't why I'm listening to your show. I didn't come here to listen to a 40 minute ad about kleenex or whatever you know it's
1: it's hard because you want to make a profit off something you're passionate about because they say like if you do something you love you'll never work a day in your life but i'm like there's also a, a line that should be drawn because you can still do what you love and then if somebody sponsors that or owns it, then what you love is not exactly who you are anymore. It's still like, I enjoy doing this, but it's not the content or the stuff that you originally sparked off and created in the first place. It's like, if I judge myself before I started this thing to where I'm at now, I'm like, wow, you fucking aged, man. Like you used to be like Jim. And then like, you know, like, you know, I would get these pieces of bubble gum from Walmart that were like the size of fruit. They were like mega fruit is what it's called, but they were left in for years so the things were hard as cement like i could take one and i literally grabbed it threw it on the ground and it barely cracked like on (laughs) cement and then like I, i would put it in my mouth and i would chew this gum and i would do like eight of those things that was my biggest care in the world was like i try not to choke and die on gum and then like now it's to this whole other thing where i'm thinking about the world and it's really funny because I think people split off into two sections, probably a little bit more of subcategories too, but two kind of categories. It's going to be a question I'm going to ask you is if you could be born in a time period, what would it be? Because it seems like everybody's fascination, which is like your audio drama where it does with the future, or it's in the past. And I'm like, we're seeing a lot of that today. People are doing that in their everyday life back in the day in Roman times, Greek times, philosophy was everything everywhere yeah. I go on Twitter and somebody's bio it's I'm a philosopher I'm like motherfucker <laughs> you <laughs> you went through something you discover something doesn't make you a philosopher doesn't yeah. make you Aristotle doesn't make you any of these people and they go well I can give you the mind it's like Gary V I fucking hate motivational stuff even though I've done t- I've said motivate I just don't think it should be a payment to say something that might give somebody advice to be able to help their life I get yeah. it if you need to make money but if gary v telling me go get yours you gotta hustle to get what you got it doesn't make you a philosopher that makes you a fucking asshole trying to tell me how to live my life god damn it
0: (laughs) yeah um before i answer the question it's just you know it is so true too uh what uh, like what was it three four years ago when i first started college my first year of college it was uh you know, I, I I tried getting into a lot of those because I'm like, you know, how, how do y'all stay motivated? I was overloading myself with classes and stuff and all these other things. And my friends were like, oh, I listened to so-and-so give this motivational speech. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And I try it and I'm just like, I could literally tell myself this and it would have the same effect. I don't know. I just like that type of stuff never I, worked for me either. It's great for the people that it does, but I absolutely agree. It's like, that's not something you should have to pay to listen to. You can literally find it on YouTube and just listen to an eight minute video with some like really exciting music and stuff. You can find so a random
1: I, homeless person and give him $5 and he will give you the best. Tell you. I, I had a homeless person <laughs> tell me straight up on the street. I go, man, it's, here's some money. I'm sorry. You're homeless. He goes, I'm homeless. I'm an expert minimalist, man. I'm like, oh my God. Like you just, my perspective on life just fucking opened up. I was like, dude, he goes, let me tell you, I have a mapped out plan of how, how do you, I was like, how do you survive the winter months? Like when it gets cold, he goes, I get arrested. I was like, you, you, you say that like so nonchalantly. (laughs) It's like, they give me food and they give me a place to stay and it's free. And all I got to do is just do some minor crime. I'm like, what kind of minor crime are you trying to commit? He's like, I like to paint. I'm like, you paint, you paint. What do you paint? He goes, I paint buildings. I'm like, wow. But then I started realizing he paints the walls with his shit. And I was like, okay, (laughs) you're nuts. (laughs) That's that's the crime you're committing. It's not graffiti or anything. It's you're literally insane. But, you know, they have some advice. And a lot of the times, a lot of homeless people I meet, they don't give a shit that they're homeless. Like they're. I had a bunch of them when I went to Hawaii talking about like they were pointing at a map of the nicest curbs to sleep on in the neighborhoods. And it was the weirdest fucking thing to me. I don't know if it's cause my like my personality kinda invokes a weird conversation every time I spark one, or I just hit a groove where like, I've stepped in the weird part of society everywhere I go. Like immediately everyone just was like, let me take my shirt off and rub my nipples in public. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Like <laughs> my mind just starts to crack. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just it's real interesting the way that, you know, people from anywhere can be and people from all types of backgrounds can be um, and just how um, positive they can be given their situation. And, you know, for me, too, I think that's uh, uh, again, that's also something that helps keep me in check is like, here's this guy that literally has nothing and he's like like shit in his pants that he got like a burger or whatever you know and he's real happy about it whereas i'm here i'm i'm i have a house i have a i have a i have a room i have a bed i have all these other things and i'm complaining because of whatever you know uh so that kind of helps keep me in check things like that as well um uh but what what was your question again i i i uh kind of slipped my you mind.
1: could pick a time period to live in
0: oh there it is um ooh. uh would probably be, hmm, that, that's tough. I, I'd i either pick um, in the early, like like in the, the turn of the century in the 17 and 1800s, or the turn of the century at the 16 and 1700s. I was Um, expecting
1: you to go to future just with the whole concept (laughs) of the audio drama, because I was like, where people are obsessed with the past, people are obsessed with the future because they think it's going to be this Star Wars scenario where it's like we're going to be on different planets and shit. I'm like, first of all, you can barely survive on Earth and you're talking about living on Mars like that. That's my (laughs) first question for somebody like I'd be comfortable in the 2000s. I don't think. I could survive back in the day as much as I would love to be around like Leonardo da Vinci or be in the Renaissance era. There's just too much shit that I'm so used to now that we've all gotten used to a standard of living where when you go and lose it all, like that homeless person, you have this like, I fucking need internet. I don't have like, I, oh, for sure. Besides a prepaid phone that a homeless person has, I, he can't get Instagram. (laughs) Like, he doesn't have 5,000 Twitter followers. If anything, he's just scrounging around for like beer money. So I'm like, that's his biggest concern. I was like, the more items you have, it's like power. It corrupts. The more things you're worried about, the more things you got to keep up with. Next thing you know, you have this amazing audio drama show that you're creating content for. And it's like, fuck, I got to keep making out content when before you didn't give a shit if you created an episode, you could skip a week. Like I yeah. was like, that's the weird part of reliance of when it grows, when something grows so big, then you start building up an audience, you start being in the eye of people, the next thing you know, people are expecting things, and then you have pressure. I want to be able to relieve that pressure where, like if Joe Rogan says he's going to post an episode, then some he doesn't post the episode on that day, he has 80,000 people telling him to go fuck himself, and I'm like <laughs> – this is supposed to be fun. You're supposed to just be having a chat. Like he was getting shit for having too many right wing people on when that was just yeah. how the schedule lined up. Like I talk to people every day. Sometimes it's a large amount of a, of a certain thing, blacksmiths or something. Then next thing it's another thing. People are like, why don't you have more clog makers on? I'm like, fuck, dude. I don't know. It's whatever I'm interested <laughs> yeah, in. I,
0: I, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I think you know. First thing too, I think. Uh regarding the audio drama and the time period, I for me, it's I, I I do love the the idea of the future and where we could go as as a species and in, in, in hundreds and thousands of years. but um, nothing has ever interested me more than the past., um, specifically, uh the times of outlaws and the times of uh pirates and artists. yes <laughs> you know yes. I, it's, Thank it's you. always it's always been something that i've always loved i've always been very interested in the way they dressed and in, in how they ate the places they went the methods of what they of which they went sure maybe you die of the black death at 33 but hey you know what's life if you ain't living and so uh to me, things like that, it, hey, if I died at 35, but I got to be a pirate, that, <clears throat> hell yeah, dude. That's like <laughs> that's the
1: one audio drama I've been looking for is a pirate audio drama, not one of space pirates, a, a freaking just old school classic. Like, because I believe at that, they just didn't take bullshit. Back in the day, there was a famous doctor called Robert Liston. And what he would do is he would literally, he's the only surgeon that has a 300% mortality rate. And that's because he killed three people in one surgery. Because back then you got surgery, they were chopping a fucking leg off and you were probably going to die. That was just yeah. it. It was like best choices. You live with the infection, then you die later or you die now trying to get rid of the infection. Yeah. So as he was chopping this woman's leg off, he ended up slicing his surgeon's fingers off. And then, cause he moved, he was known as the fastest knife in the West or something. So he'd be yeah. like- taking all the tools, putting it in his mouth and slicing back and forth, chopped his assistant's fingers off. And then he killed a spectator that was watching it where he killed three people in one (laughs) surgery. I'm like, you didn't just shit the bed. You really shit the bed. Yeah. No, absolutely. Back then you hear so many stories of like a a doctor being like, I'm going to come to your house on this day. And I'm shot, David, I'm coming to your house on this day and I'm chopping off your hand. Okay, it's going to happen on a Tuesday. That's right. I'm going to fucking hit you. We're not going to do it on Monday. We're going to hit you on a Tuesday. And you're like, damn. All right. So next week on Tuesday, I'm going to lose my hand because you're going to come over and physically chop it off. All right. Then it comes Tuesday. Doctor's at the door knocking. You fucking ran. You were like, "Uh "Uh-uh, I'm not ready to lose my hand yet. No, 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 no. You're not. You're not Luke Skywalker and me where there are so many accounts of people doing this. And the doctor would go, okay, you're not going to open up your door, kicked it down and would chase you into your house. Robert Liston would grabbed a, I think like six foot four man. And he literally threw him on his kitchen table and chopped off his leg. Like I'm, this is what's happening, dude. I don't care. Like that's what i like no bullshit no backing out no saying we're going to meet up at this bar we're going to take some selfies and we're going to go drinking and hit up a night on the town go sex up the ladies buy a flare gun buy a beer you know have a real tough night and then there was there was no backing out of that and I'm like that's a good time period is because you don't have to worry about so much of these like you know oh i'm sorry i can't do it or up oh, something came up last minute it's like got to cut the bullshit
0: no absolutely and you know, again, kind of just reiterating, despite the, uh, you know, the very obvious trials that people would go to on a day-to-day basis that we don't have now, um, it, the the times were so much more interesting than they are now, in my opinion, just the ability to do things, you know, sure, we might not have been as uh, civilized as people, but, you know, that's a completely different argument, and looking just at the perspective of People just enjoyed themselves and the way they enjoyed themselves and, and, uh, and just people weren't worried about life as much people just were like, Look, I'm going to die in 20 years, I'm going to make the best of the 20 years that I probably have left. And I don't care if I get my right, you know, well, I will care if I in the moment, but you know, if I get my right arm chopped off, I get my right arm chopped off who all happens to one in three people in this time, you know, and so it's just, it's so fascinating to me when people um, talk about Oh, well, the past was so bad and it's like, it really wasn't it really wasn't that bad for the average person. Uh, They, they buckled down and got through all the challenges that they had and a lot of people really enjoyed their lives and to be able to live in a time period where uh, there might be a famous person pirate whether it's like Captain Morgan or uh, Blackbeard or if it's a famous painter like Da Vinci or uh, somebody like that you know sure you may not know it in that time but the fact that like you would be living in that time period with that person and, and seeing how all these people lived and not, that's just always fascinated me and i've never been one to shy away from uh old sense of fashion specifically you know like when i've been to events you know i'll wear like uh uh you know i'll wear cowboy boots and and uh jeans and and a vest and a belt and a, really like a, a, a an outlaw hat and i wear all these other things that people look at me like, you're a little overdressed almost you know like like over the top dress i'm like i think it looks good you know um i, I that's where some of my family was from and you know I, I guess you could call it that's part of me in a sense um, yeah, i had a
1: phase where i was wearing a fedora picture that i had a fucking fedora with skulls on it I don't know what my grandma was thinking. She's like, I'm going to take you clothes shopping in seventh grade to go get some nice fresh ass clothes. Came into school wearing a fedora. And then like a minute later, my brother's like, you look ridiculous. I was like, you're right. And I just took the fedora off. I was like, yeah, we're we're held up on too many notions that I think are just. Kind of stupid, and I think it all boils down to like I always tell people like I'm not an anti-religious person. I'm open to all perspectives of everybody that has one. Anybody, I don't care who you are, what color your skin, I'll talk to you, whatever. But it's ideologies that we're all hooked up upon. People are now looking at other people's ideologies. Like for instance, us talking about audio dramas or something. Some person's like, oh, that's just a. Lo-. And someone could say something that could be like, okay. That's your thought on that. I don't know why you're taking it like that. Like anything you could say, whether it's political, whether it's about anything, somebody could take that. Well, you're not understanding this. Okay. Well, at the same time, this is just two people talking. You're going to let that ruin your life. It's like, you're getting hooked up on an ideology of like being a philosopher, giving out all this information and stuff. I'm like, that's a fucking ideology. You have an idea in your head that you're expressing to people, wanting them to follow it like it's word. It doesn't make any sense. If you're not that homeless man that completely revolutionized my mindset, then you're not, you're not, that's not Gary Vee to me. Like Gary V is that homeless man that changed my whole outlook on his life position. It's like, ah, oh, back in the day, like, especially, all right, let's take pirates, for example. What? people were more outgoing, people were more connected because you had to survive on a ship together. Yeah, hygiene was shit. So like trying to live to be in your 30s. I mean, people are, I'm barely surviving today. Well, let's not even say people me. And it's like, back then just seemed like our problems have evolved much like our morals have. Obviously, it's not cool to kill each other. So we understand that now. And back in the day, they really didn't understand that. But their problems. Are the same problems we're having today, they're just evolved into something else.
0: Absolutely. It's it's a lot less direct in a lot of ways. And and arguably, uh, I, I'd say that mental and emotional health in today's society is worse than it's been in any time period that I could think of. And it's you know, it's because of things like social media and, and mob mentality and all these other things that sure you may not be getting shot. In the back of the head uh on a day-to-day basis but you know you could have you could have a lot of things that are causing some causing you to want to do that to yourself you know and it's just it's so bad the way our society is in, in terms of cancel culture and, and 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 people just being so quick to jump the gun on somebody that's something that i've always you know try to emphasize is, look i I think you're right on this. I think this is an awful human being. This person's, you know, whatever. But, you know, why is that your problem? You know, is it directly affecting you or is it directly affecting a group that you are in? uh you know and i think a lot of these times these a lot of people just get so up in arms about something because they have nothing better to do they don't have anything else that they can do or that they feel satisfied with so they go and they do these things and they say oh well this person's bad because they did this and they did that and i'm like okay cool but i'm sure there's stuff you've done there's stuff that i've done before you know just put yourself in check you know don't don't go out here pretending to be this crusader of good When in reality, a lot of these people are the exact opposite of that. And so I I just try to try to emphasize with people like, look, I'm neither this nor that I'm very much in the middle when it comes to almost everything, you know, morals, especially politics, I'm right in the middle, Uh, you know, whatever the case may be, I I sympathize with both sides, but it's, it's just what i try to tell people is look don't get too caught up in this type of stuff don't get too caught up in the in the semantics and the technicalities of politics or of a a morality or ideology just understand that we're all humans we all make mistakes we all are different sure some people don't deserve to have that you know that chance because they're just awful sure but more often than not these people that that a lot of these people are trying to like cancel and then say oh well you're you're this and you're that because you just have this opinion it's like well <laughs> you haven't even given me a chance to express myself or just to explain myself and you're already out here threatening to kill me or my family or whatever and i've had that a lot um, Have you got
1: that with the audio trauma? like somebody just complained about maybe the voices and stuff too because i heard, oh yeah um,
0: yeah with, i've had a, oh no keep going yeah
1: sorry. i will say with um Who created that? There's a Japanese game I've been talking about recently that recently came out uh, for PlayStation, I think, where it was supposed to be in all Japanese and they had Japanese voice actors do it. So many people were starting up a riot saying it was was racist and all these things and were suing the company. And I was like, what? Because they got legitimate actual Japanese people to do voice acting for the roles? Like, but the game's racist because it's in Japanese and I'm in English. I'm like, this is like the couple that wanted to get married that were um, they, they were gay and they wanted to get married, but they looked for a person who wouldn't have a wedding at their house that of gay people. They looked for that specific person that wouldn't do that to create an article and create a story. And it was called it was fake news. They looked it up. They're like, wait a minute. You looked for a person that would you knew would say no you knew that didn't do that. And you look for that just to get attention, just to create a spark, just to create trouble. Now that's not me saying I'm anti-gay. I have family that's gay, but that's like saying, I know a black guy that doesn't make any sense,
0: Right? No, absolutely.
1: that's the thing though. That's how sensitive people get now is that I can't say that without someone being like, are you anti? I'm like, no, I don't give two shits. What you do. I hear a voice. If it's, if I'm like, wow, that's kind of, that's hitting the line there. I just tune it off, but people want to go as far as canceling it and you can't, do that because my idea of censorship is just like Orwell's when he came out and said, you can't censor because that leads to a dumb society. There are things you should not say because it is offensive to someone. And I think we all know what those are. But when you censor that by major media platforms, you're not letting people understand why that's wrong. You're just saying it's a forbidden word and it turns into saying Voldemort. You can't say fucking Voldemort. Nobody, everybody was afraid to say because they thought something bad was going to happen. Know it's a dumbass fucking name and move on. Like, it's just like you you don't ban it because of that. You let them know, like, this is why we don't say that is because it's stupid and it's ridiculous. And then people know, and then they're never going to want to use it. But if you forbid it, then people are going to dive into it, just like the apple in the beginning with Adam and Eve. It's always that shit. If you tell me not to do something, 100%, I'm probably going to end up doing it.
0: You know, I think one of the biggest things to, again, it's mostly reiteration, but you know, with a lot of these things, it's just like, I, I, I get what you're saying, you know, like with, with, with like a gr- a group of people, um, you know, it's like, uh, like, for example, the the gay couple that you were talking about, you know, like, I, I'm bi. So, you know, I, I can say this as somebody that is technically part of that community, although I didn't find was- out
1: my grandma was lesbian until I was 20. So I'm just yeah. saying, <laughs> I didn't even notice. I thought they were roommates.
0: Yeah, no. So like, um, you know even though people have tried to it, it's it's funny i've had people in the community try to say oh well that doesn't count you know i'm like what? you know so it, it's just it's it's ridiculousness that's on all sides and i i try to tell people like hey dude you know you need to just you know worry about yourself yeah if somebody's getting killed because of who they are what they are what they believe and that's one thing if somebody's being harassed to the grave yeah sure but you know i think we need to realize that there are going to be awful people in society, no matter what there's always been, there always will be. And there are currently now. And unless they are actually saying or doing an act that is like threatening somebody like badly, or, or is really going to just send them out of, out of the loop. We need to not give these people the power of, or the the, the gratification of acknowledging them. And just move on, just move on with our lives. That's the biggest thing that I, I that I get so mad with people is like, dude, it's okay, it's such a small deal. Just move on with your life. I guarantee you, you'll be a lot happier of a person if you just move on and you do your own thing. You can prove that person wrong in the thing you do, but don't don't focus your entire life's worth on this one particular person or this idea of of, of how you think of a person. It's like, uh, like I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Mandalorian, and the last episode has been ridiculed to hell by so many different people now because they're like, oh, well, uh, that, that Mandalorian has she has boob armor, and so oh, she, I saw that it, it is so sexist that she has boob, and I'm like, okay, okay, hold on. First of all, historically, there is armor that contours to the breasts, second of all. You look at the, the, the guy that was standing next to her, his armor, it's exactly it's almost exactly the same. That doesn't make
1: any and, sense. It's like buying fucking underwear and complaining that it's briefs and they're too tight. It's like I don't buy briefs for that specific reason. I like my I like my nuts to hang. I don't well, I like I like the freedom. Well, and the other thing
0: too is, is like you know, and I asked my girlfriend about this. I'm like, is this actually, you know, a pro like what do you think? And she's like, Well, you know, I think. It, it, it's just, it's a bit, it's a bit stupid because it's like, well, by your, I, by your standard, why would you want to have a female character? And this is how she put it. She's, and she said it more as like a trick question to these people that are getting upset about it. Why would you want to put a female character in male armor? If the whole point is to show that they're like, if they want to express themselves as a female, why would you constrain them to that into and just fit, them into male armor and then there's people like oh well they wouldn't have gendered armor because that doesn't matter it's like dude people like to stylize things like and, and the thing that I, I i don't like with a lot of these people is they don't watch star wars they don't they don't look into the lore they don't do these other things which i'm not expecting them to necessarily but if you're going to complain about something like that where you know it's in in star wars it said that like mandalorians customize their armor to themselves you know they 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 do whatever the heck they want with it you know if you're going to get mad about something like that at least do some a little bit of research into like why hers looks a little bit more feminine than you know the other man the armor in the in the beginning of the season you know why the armor doesn't look good. you know it's, and it, it it's, it's style it's style it's all it is and i try to tell people like dude again if you don't like it don't watch it don't complain about it everyone has to be a fire starter
1: that's the stupidest that's the In my mind you saying that and that's why people are getting upset is. The dumbest thing to me compared to what is going on in the world and what is probably going on in that person's life that they're neglecting on not focusing on. Like you see a lot of people that either don't have conflict in their life where they got to go and search for one out, which is why MMA is so fucking popular in my mind is not only is it two people fighting, but you like seeing that brawl. It's like when kids in school, when they would see a fight happen, they would start up a conflict or they would sit there and watch it and just want it to go off because it gives, it's entertaining for us. This is what we've known gladiators back in the day fighting to the death or something but you look at that like man like that is the dumbest thing to get upset about like just the fact of like if you don't like it, don't tune into it. But everybody wants to be a fire starter. Like I mentioned, like, what what's something somebody has said about your audio drama? You said your audio drama has gotten a little bit of stuff from it. What what's something?
0: Well, well, like people, like I've had a, I've had a couple people message me, and they're like, well, I don't think you're being very inclusive of of women, and that like you're not making them the main character. And I'm like, okay, hold on. And, and this, this, like, I'm 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 dead ass here. This person was complaining that women were not a main character or influential whatever in the story i'm like okay hold on first of all the the cast is an ensemble cast where it is the the characters are split in half it's like friends the characters were split in half and half half are female half are male also the main main character that is the focus of the season is a woman. What how are you not, you know, have I not made it adamantly clear that like she's the main character by not only introducing her as the first character that ever talks in the show? But she is the one that is the most, in my opinion, developed as a character, the one that has the most character progression. And for me, she's the most interesting, interesting character of the show. And so when I read that, I'm like, okay, is this person being serious, or is this is this just a, a troll? Is this somebody just being stupid? And they wrote this like long paragraph to me about like what I should be doing differently about this, about representation for a woman. I'm like, I had a woman help me write this, you know, and and you know, granted, she did like she doesn't avidly write it, but like I, I would consult her like like it, it was it was my girlfriend. I would consult her, like, hey, is this you know good? Is this like am, am I being sexist in any way? Am I being uh too inclusive or too exclusive here am I not being inclusive and then she's like no you, you're you're being just fine with it you know and it, that's not a focus of your story you know I think a lot of times we need to remember what's, as storytellers you know if you're going to tell a story about a particular issue or you're going to highlight that part of the character uh whether it's their sexual orientation or their gender or whatever that's fine there are so many great stories that do highlight those things. And it's not bad to highlight those things because you can highlight any personality trait or uh, who a part of yourself and have a great story.
1: But no, nobody's mind goes to like this creative thing. Whenever somebody, whether you're a storyteller, whether you're creating anything, any content, envisioning yourself in anything, whether you just watch a superhero movie and you're like, you're going to put yourself or you're going to make a movie in your head. Let's do a director's brain, for instance. We're looking at a brain of James Cameron. He's going to go through his head and find what he correlates most to. So when he's making a scene for a movie, he's going to put a bunch of actors that he knows would be a good fit for the role or be a good fit for it. He's not basing it off color. He's not basing it off anything. And then someone looks at that and go, like, if you looked at, in my head, if I was going to create a movie, I would think like, I would, I, I would like to play a role in my movie maybe, but I would just start pairing up, I want someone from Boston, I want someone with a cool accent or something to, you know, play a certain part, but I, I wouldn't be basing it off of what color of their skin there was, like, my head wouldn't just be like, oh, you're, you're Native American, I'm sorry, I can't have you in my thing, no, it, it wouldn't be doing that, but people take that, and they go, oh, you're not thinking of this, I'm like, if you were designed to create a movie in your head, right now just creativity and you were loving and you had a passion for something and you weren't caring about anything whoever fits the role fits the role the way you create will be the best way you identify so if you make an all-male one that's because you're thinking of that's your head that's where your head's at it's so like i'm more focused on what the concept of the movie is not caring about who plays it i'm just trying to create figures so i can get the story and the plot going but people look at that and go well you're not being sensitive you got to include a woman you got to include a token of this or that and i'm like it doesn't fucking help the situation Like, if I'm going to make a scene or something of a memory of my life, for instance, of, like, a diner in my old school town, I'm going to think of the waitress that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. And when I was getting a cheesesteak sub, she had so much makeup on her face, it looked like a fucking mask. She goes hey doll face what would you like would you like a side of pancakes and i'm like jesus <laughs> christ <Yeah. laughs> my dad's like holy shit i'm like right and he goes i'll be back with you order, sweetheart and then i'm just like all right well i guess i'm getting something and i hope to god it's not death
0: well and i think um you know a lot of except for my um the well, granted, it's my only draw audio drama right now, but I, I I I'm doing two more, uh, coming out, uh, early early next year. But uh, one since we're on the topic of it, one's a pirate audio drama, um, real real pirate audio drama. Yo, um, sign Because you know, I, I thought the same thing as you did too. Uh, when I was looking around, I'm like, there's not really, I I can't really find one, you know, um, and and that to me was important, um, not only to make a story of a time period that often gets overlooked nowadays but you know to represent different cultures because it, for something like that you have a lot of different cultures and that's something that that you do i i have a lot of characters that are from so many different countries in that show in that script that are lined up from you, you're jamaica um from britain from ireland from scotland um a bunch of different countries and my focus again wasn't like well i gotta make sure i have this person from this country and this person from this country that wasn't necessarily my focus it just kind of came together that way and i'm like huh it you know it it, it just kind of happened and so i think the other thing too is like with period pieces um certain period pieces like if you look at like if you were going to tell a story about greek mythology or if you were going to tell a story that took place in ancient rome or something like that you know you wouldn't have any Mexicans in that story? You wouldn't have. Well, how you know, good whatever, is this impression? You know? Like, I don't <laughs> you know. know some... well, I, meant, I meant like, like as in the the character in the story yeah. wouldn't be Mexican or Hispanic or whatever. May there might be something there of a, of a long descent, whatever. But again, that shouldn't be the focus of a particular story. Just like the music, although there might be certain cases, the music shouldn't be. The main focus of the story that everything leans on is the music unless you're incorporating that in a movie or whatever, but um, or like the the sound design shouldn't be the main thing of an audio, it should all come together in a nice little present a nice little bow tie and it should all they should all have equal. Importance. There shouldn't be a singular aspect of production other than the writing, in my opinion, that should be higher than the others.
1: That reminds me of an example. You know, the comedian Bo Burnham who makes like the fun songs and stuff. he has a song called Girlfriend and he's like talking about how every song out there that talks about a girl or something is so vague. So every girl could really put themselves as that person's boyfriend, like Chris Brown being like, I love your hair and it's bluish brownish greenish color. And then it's like, I love how your body has... Has an arm on either side and then it's like hold on you're being insensitive to someone who doesn't have an arm on one side of their body or something it's like well they're well, not that's our the type of
0: stuff i've heard too that's literally the type of stuff that i've heard so much uh just in general and i've had again i've had a couple people tell me like oh well you don't have this person who is this and i'm like dude look i'm adhd i probably am on the spectrum for autism i haven't been checked um i, I, I know that I for a fact at one point but <laughs> you know um my, my 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 a lot of my family has neurodivergent disorders and, and and i'm sure i have a couple that i don't even think of but i'm not going out here putting in every single story of mine that i that i the, the main character is going to be this in this and all these other things it's like if it if it's there for the story, if it calls for it, if it makes a uh, an impact on it positively, then sure. But I'm not gonna base my entire story around it unless I'm trying to send a message of whether it's awareness or something like that. And I think that's where a lot of people get I don't want to say confused, but I think I think that's that's the problem is a lot of people want every single story to, that is ever made at from this point on to be. Uh, a message of awareness for something and i i you know it's a again because i'm very in the middle about it i I i very much understand that importance of awareness i i've i've done i've told little tiny stories i've told uh i i've helped with a film that was a whole thing about awareness about uh about um people of color uh specifically hispanics you know and so i understand that entire side of it but at the same time there's just there's there's a there's a common common ground where you're where you're like okay i'm making the story about this type of group and and it's gonna be this and this and then there's difference between that and making a story to spite other people and to be like well i'm gonna make this to show you know like those, those whiteys that, you know, were this or whatever. And it's just like, you know, and I've heard that so much talk like that. And it's like, you know, you're no better than the people that you're criticizing at that point. If you're making something to spite them, if you're making something to show like, oh, I'm going to show you how bad you are by doing this. It's like every, you know, every culture, every type of person is is uh, makes mistakes. I I know for me, like my family, were were there were very very um not Hispanic, very very Mexican, uh stereotypical even. You know, I embrace that. I think it's cool. You know, a lot. I I often sympathize with a lot of the stereotypes. I I get. I understand why some people might be offended by certain ones, and I I get. A, I still get offended by the certain token words that you wouldn't say to a Mexican. You know, but like, I I, I think. Uh, so for example, Ireland, the people of Ireland, I, I have a couple of friends that live there. If you're a foreigner, you walk into a, into a pub in Ireland, you know, the, they'll, they'll give you a look and then they'll go back to doing what they're doing. And then you go, you go to the bar, you get your drink and somebody will, you know, want to talk to you and be friends with you. And you start talking to them. And a big, big part of their culture is um, making fun of each other, making fun of themselves you know just having a good time not worrying about yeah banter the the, the deeper things of life and, and and not worrying about who might get offended and i think that's an important thing to just as much as it's an important thing to be respectful of people and to be aware of how a person feels because that's very important but i only it's also,
1: ju- i only judge on one factor of appearance wise when it comes to when i first meet somebody one thing can you guess what that one thing is
0: i couldn't tell you (laughs) socks
1: and fucking sandals if you wear socks and sandals i hate you i don't give a shit who you are i immediately just have this my level for everyone starts off at the same level for me but if i see someone wearing socks and sandals or even crocs fucking pick a shoe is it open is it closed that stuff gets me because i hate wearing them and i'm like i can't do it 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 just and that gets me and you start off at a lower level but then you can work your way up if you take them off hopefully (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah no um yeah no what is what is the deal yeah
1: it's a fucking tragedy is what it is i don't know what happened where someone's like my feet are, are want to be open but i also am kind of cold so i want to make sure have... it's like wearing socks when you go to bed if you the have only... that cover hit your feet oh sweet god i don't know how people do it i'm like aren't i can't it's like a restriction it's like if you handcuff me to a table
0: the only time I've worn socks with sandals is when uh, I had to run outside to do something, get something. And I wasn't about to tie my shoes, slip on shoes. And the sandals were the first thing that were right there. I'm like, all right, I'm just go. And it was the most uncomfortable thing in the entire world. And I'm like, how do people do this? For religious people, people that's th-
1: God saying, don't put that on. Like he's that's the uncomfortability <laughs> factor <is> somebody literally <laughs> tell you another force is letting you know that this is a wrong decision.
0: <laughs> you know, and, and, and despite, besides again, just to reiterate, you know, like, like people that do it for cultural reasons, you know, we're, we're, we're not making fun of them. What culture um, does that? I, I, am sure there's, there's, I'm sure there's gotta be one. And, and that, that's why I, I'm sure I've seen, I've seen a couple of, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure there's one. And, and that's why, you know, that this is a perfect example of, it's like, you know, we're not laughing at if a culture does it, you know, we're not like making fun of them being like, Oh, well, you're a stupid culture. You know, I want to know, know where
1: the fuck this culture is <laughs> where you're wearing socks and sandals. I get it. Like if I see someone wear like Jordan sandals and then socks in it, but I'm like, what are those socks though? They weren't sold with the shoes. So then why would you be wearing them? Like, it's not like they're yeah. not, it's not, but that's how a look goes. But I'm like, I just, that, that culture. No. So-
0: yeah. No, I I was just, I don't think I know of any. I mean, sort of uh, sandals where the line goes in between the toes and then yeah, you Yeah, no, socks. I don't. I don't think I know. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's nuts. Honest, I tried to make a point, but it, as I talked, I'm like, I don't honestly think because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's not. It's not practical. It's like it, it the just,
1: Vikings like, taking fly algaric mushrooms and then pillaging. Like, that's me. There's just a thing in there that just immediately triggers my inside of my head where it's like, this is something that you need to stay away from. You should never trust this person. They probably sell organs on the side of the street. I don't know. My brain just can't comprehend it because wearing Crocs as a kid, I wore them once. And I was like, wow, when my toenail really hits that rubber part of the shoe, I get ups. I get it's like nails on a chalkboard. It's like sticking a knife in a can. It's that scratch. And I'm like, (gasps) like, it just kills me. So when I see people walk (laughs) around comfortably, I'm like, I bet you can go through anything that would like, I could say moist 80,000 times and you would just sit there loving it.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's It's the socks (laughs) and sandals debate. That's what it is, you know, and, and going back to what we're talking about too, with the whole diversity and representation thing too um i don't know if you saw i'm pretty sure you saw but the oscars change not that anybody cares about the oscars but the oscars changed their eligibility for best picture and that it it's it's supposed to be way more inclusive now um where let me let me read it so the the lead actors at least one of the lead actors has to be from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group asian hispanic blah 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 going down the down the line uh the general ensemble cast has to have uh people with cognitive or physical disabilities uh lgbtq plus racial ethnic group um so on so forth and and that's the the standard that they've set for their thing basically they're saying like half your production has to have this or like a, a percentage of your production has to have this and this and this and again the concept of that is great i agree I think in the film industry too, it is very important that there are a lot of minority groups that do get represented because I do feel that that is a problem to some extent. But again, you look at the so you look at the, the films that have won the last ten years in the Oscar in the Oscars uh, specifically Best Picture. I there isn't one of those that has won Best Picture that that isn't about or that has a very prominent cast of whether it's women uh people in the lgbtq plus community people uh of color um whatever the case may be people that may be disabled in some way the last 10 years every best picture uh i think more than 10 years even the the best picture has already been those things it's already had those things so to say that that isn't present and the fact that you have to change your entire structure and be like oh well you know this is obviously a problem in our society right now, and I'm like, yes, it is to an extent, but you're making it seem like that that isn't the case. So, again, it's not so much uh, going to be a limitation because, again, most of the time those things fall into place anyway. But it's more just the principle of it, and people look up to these Hollywood people and, and to the to the Oscars and the people that run these are like, oh, they're being such a saint for society, and look how good they're being, and 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 it's like first of all, they don't care about you. I I hope you people realize this. They don't care about you. They don't care about who you are, what you believe, what you think they are doing this so that you buy their movies, essentially so that you watch their movies. They, they do not care about you. And that's the thing that I try to emphasize so much with people is like, when it comes to telling a story, all those things will fall into place naturally. And if they don't, you know, one, Oh, well, uh, don't watch the show, then don't listen to the show, you know, talk about it, whatever. But but don't,
1: you're not you're not letting a show try. It's just, it's just,
0: it's just like, you know, it's like if somebody kills a dude on the street, you're not going to go kill the dude that killed the dude, just because you were mad that he killed somebody, you know, you're not going to go do that, because at at that point, how much better of a person does that make you by just you're still killing somebody, you're still going out of your way to go kill somebody sure that some people might try to distinguish distinguish vengeance from street justice you know you know and and that's the thing that i'm saying too is like
1: somebody kills that homeless man i'm gonna fucking (laughs) murder that person
0: (laughs) you know and i think again a lot of these things that people get upset about or, or that make a point of i i absolutely agree with um it's just the ridiculousness of how they carry that into other things, because oftentimes I'll I'll just stop, you know, following them or stop supporting whatever, or not, so, not supporting, but stop avidly being like, yeah, I'm a big fan of you specifically because they have such stupid opinions on other things. You know, I have stupid opinions on things too. And I, I wouldn't expect people to stay with me that entire time. But the fact that like, Well, a lot of it is
1: because they feel like they need to post something. Like I had a bunch of people complaining, oh, my God, all these people are telling me how to vote. I wasn't a fan of that. I was like, you can't tell me to vote if you don't even have control in your own life. Like you don't even know how to fucking you're barely surviving as it is. And you want me to listen to you when you say vote doesn't make sense to me. But a bunch of people were saying it, even though in the beginning they were saying, don't tell me. But then they went to that side and they started thinking that was the thing they have to do to get attention or to get views or to get this or to get that. I'm like, you're not being you anymore. You're being what you think people want you to be. And people don't know what they want. So they want everything. Like whenever you see, I was watching a bunch of like movements on, uh, the news or whatever whatever I was watching a bunch of Facebook videos of like CNN and all these things talking about all these movements that were coming out. And Whenever people would debate somebody they would just hop in and then not know what the thing was to be debated about. Like whether it was like a feminist movement or something, and it was like the person was just there to be a part of a group and be a part of a movement that didn't know what they were supporting like it's like a whole thing of you want to be in a group it's like having a bunch of friends over for a party or something you're part of that party now and then anytime somebody in the party the leader or whatever gets mad at somebody and you can go against them and then you're like well everybody's on my side so i'm on a team it's like playing dodgeball as a kid and you're the last one left except you fucking win it's like What are you really upset about? Because we're fighting over some dumb shit. Like I'm gonna listen to your content and not judge it based on who's in it. I'm gonna judge on if I want to listen to it or not. Such as if it's anything to do with Greek mythology, I'm listening to it. If you're creating a audio drama with pirates that I hope I can audition for, um, I'm gonna fucking want to. I'm gonna listen to it because it's something that I'm interested in. You have interest. Why would you let that block your interest if just because oh they didn't have enough of this or they didn't have enough of this? Well, that's that's the other thing.
0: That's the other thing too is like people get so up in arms if you don't agree with a hundred percent 110 percent of their opinions views and ideologies and again i get on a more on a on a human decency standpoint there's some things that i would think like yeah you should probably agree with them on that i i you know I, i would i would argue that that is very true but in very superficial things people are like if you don't agree with me, you know, you're, 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 you're this or whatever. And it's like, you're against me. It's like, no, I'm, I'm not. I just don't agree with you on this. And I think another thing too, is we fall into this trap where we, we cannot sit down like civilized people and just talk about things without getting offended over anything, over anything. Even if, even if you do get offended, you know, don't let that, you know, ruin your life I've 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 had a couple friends that came to me before and they're like oh what do I do this person this person said that they believe this or whatever and it wasn't anything extreme it was it was it was a stupid stupid I'm trying to remember what it was um it had to do they they were both the same they were both the same religion and one of them was like oh well he believes this and I don't what my life is over it's like first of all, they're not even related to you. They're not your significant other. They're not a, they're not from what I know, a super close friend with you. Why are you getting so upset about it? Just because they believe something different than you do. Why, why are you going out of your way to try to change them and who they are because of your specific view? And I tell this to anybody that tries to do it whether it's a person that's part of the lgbtq plus community whether it's a person that's religious if you're coming up to me telling me to change my life because of the way that you want me to live life i'm not going to do that you know and I, i've done that to both sides where they say well you need to be this if you really say you're this then you need to do this or you need to do that both, you know, and it's both opposite sides of the spectrum. And I tell these people, let me live my life the way that I want to. As long as I'm not being a trash human being to somebody, I should be allowed to live my life the way that I want to live my life.
1: Welcome to the rules that were set upon us when we were children that everyone <laughs> seems to have forgotten.
0: Yeah. And and the other thing, too, is people don't know how to stand up for themselves anymore. And it's kind of sad because I, I feel like that's another thing, too, is people get so hurt by certain things sometimes and you know i'm not innocent of this i've done this a lot and i've done this to this day a lot i've gotten very upset over tiny little issues you know i i do it all the time but you know i don't get so just destroyed over the smallest thing and i think that's that's something that people need to understand is shit happens things happen you know, or even I, just I, I, t- if you're get- upset
1: about something, type it out and then don't send it to anybody. Like, have you ever been like read a comment where someone was talking shit on some maybe one of your friends or something or something that somebody created? Like, I have a uh, my buddy's podcast. Somebody had commented something about something he'd said in a podcast, just and I'm like, this person's completely wrong. So I typed out a full paragraph, and as I was typing, about to hit send, I was like, why am I fucking even? And hit just hit the backspace button going all the way through everything I just typed out. It gets everything out. It's like, I get upset by things that I see. I mostly get upset by people that are like insensitive to shit. But like, I know when there's a point where like, it's so weird because it's just happened recently was I started noticing all the people that do these podcasts that are like, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a jerk or it's the jerk podcast, or I'm an asshole podcast or all this type of stuff. They're not using their real name. And I'm like, why are they not doing that? You should be able to express yourself, whatever, If they, even if they're jokes. But then those jokes are so insensitive where they don't want to put their name to it. so no, and they don't even use their face just so people don't get mad at them. They go under a nickname or something. And I'm like, this is where a lot of my audience starts to slip is nobody wants to use their real name anymore. I know it sounds weird. It's not like I'm going to track you down or hunt you down. I just want to know that when you come on, you're being you. You're not going to say some outrageous shit that's going to be like piss off some people because that's a thing now. Getting cancel culture mad is a great way to get views. Great way to get attention. Saying things that people are like, "Well, that's a heavy topic, or that's a heavy this." It's like we're given it the ideology of being a heavy topic. Just fucking talk about it, and it loses all creditation. Everything loses it
0: it's it's again it's absolutely insane and i i'm sure we've already pissed a lot of people off at this point and it's Fuck just it. Let's, like
1: if you're wearing sandals i don't care <laughs> if you're wearing socks <laughs> and sandals i'm sorry
0: you know and it's like
1: you have to have a medical know, like note or something for me to be able to accept that <laughs>
0: everything that i've said up until this point you know i i have never said with the intent to hurt somebody with the you know and if i have i apologize and you know I try to be very, uh, not tolerant, but I try to be very understanding of different uh, different cultures. And I, I take a very big interest in different cultures too. That's why I make audio dramas or want to make audio dramas about different cultures specifically in different time periods. And to me, uh, you know, understanding these cultures and, and, and different people is so important. And so when somebody tells me, oh, well, you don't understand this or you don't try to under, not so much that I, necessarily understand completely but you don't try to understand this and it's because you're a this and i'm like you you don't know me you don't know what i do what how I, my way of thinking is just because i disagree with you on this tiny little superficial issue you're gonna go out of your way to tell me that i am the most extreme obscenities that you've ever heard of when in reality, I'm very quite the opposite of that, very much quite the opposite. And so it's just, again, re- again, reiteration, people need to understand that there will be people that make them upset in their lives, there will be things that offend them. And that's okay. It's okay to be offended by things. It's okay to get upset by things. That's not the problem. The problem is, is how much do you carry that with you? Do you move on with it? Or do you carry it with you to the grave and live your entire life as just this negative person, because the one thing that someone said to you on Twitter is just going to destroy your entire life, you know? And, you know, like when I was, when I was in school, I, in elementary school, I was taught, you know, if, if a person is bullying you, if they're saying mean things about you, sure, go tell the teachers, whatever. But, uh, I was also taught that 99% of the time they're not going to do anything about it.
1: damn right. They didn't. Oh, it got worse after that. You got to stand shit. up.
0: You got to stand up for yourself. Oh, yeah. You, You got to stand up for yourself, you have to stand your ground, because at the end of the day, the only person that is going to save you in a lot of these situations is yourself, you can choose to piss off the person even more. You can choose to get your get your ass kicked by, you know, playing into these things or you can choose to walk away. You can choose to be the bigger person and just leave it because at the end of the day, that mean person will go to somebody else. Or they might even stop because they they're like, "Huh, this isn't working. I wonder why? Oh, it's cuz I'm being a horrible person. I should probably stop that." I Most people will realize these things wish, on their own. You know? I wish
1: that happened to me, Jesus. I don't know how many times I was like, Oh my God, when is it ever going to end? And then it's like the only time I ever got really picked on was when I was standing up for someone that I was seen as like a nerd. And I was like, gee, ah!" it's, 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 it's it's so, it's so stressful in the world of bullying. Honestly, it's like, let's just do, The best way to talk about things, obviously, even if you're going to joke about something, you have to obviously be aware. But make a fucking podcast. You said pirates. I said pirates too. Let's make a podcast about the debate or about politics, just in pirate voices. How hard is it? How hard are you going to get upset if someone's like, "Ah, the old Trump is at it again. He done called all of them scallywags." Like it's so. it's you can't even get mad at something like that because it has the tone of like, it's like the movie I always references. Don't mess with the Zohan. Mm. That movie was so just ridiculously crazy racial where you laughed at it. Cause nobody could ever be this stupid to yeah. think that, to think this way. Dave Matthews was a racist redneck and nobody even talks about how that was brought up. And I hope he doesn't get canceled because I say that, but it's just this whole aspect of, you knew it was a joke. Borat you know is a fucking joke you don't take it so to heart like I just want to listen to content and just laugh at the content enjoy the content if I don't like it I'll move on to something else another episode I have all these episodes I have not all of them are 10 out of 10s but I enjoy them because I'm talking about what I want to talk about I'm not trying to think about what Someone else is going to think about. I love to do impressions. That's why I was reaching out to you. I was like, I want to hear what this guy's about. Listen to the show. I was like, this is fucking awesome. It's a craft. It's because you care about what you're doing to it, not about what other people want to put into it. And when you start letting that fall in, you start seeing where the collapse of people's minds go, where it's like, I just want to survive. I just want to do something I like to do without hearing everybody's opinion of like, oh, my God, like you suck. And it's like, well, then I feel like shit and I don't want to do this anymore. It's like then you lose an art and then that's lost forever. How many inventions out there, how many things out there that have been created and then given up on because someone has taken what someone has said and said that you need to stop and i hate you for when
0: people also have this preconceived notion that you know oh they're they're incapable of change or that this person you know if a person really is a garbage person in their their morality and and in how they view people and, uh, and other things you know there's this idea that you know they can't be changed. So we need to do everything possibly bad to them that we can possibly do. And it's like, okay, well, first of all, you are being just as bad as that person that you're criticizing by wanting to do the worst things in the world to them and their families and their families, friends, whatever. But the other thing too, is if your goal is to spread awareness, if your goal is to, which it should be to, um, you know, inform people and, and to, help people understand like hey this isn't okay you know then you should go about it by not trying to kill somebody that doesn't share that view you know you can make them aware and you can tell them why this isn't okay to do this to whether it's themselves personally or to a group of people you can tell them that but don't don't be afraid of when you find that one person one or two people that is going to be so just insanely whether it's racist whether it's homophobic whether it's whatever because you're going to find that that is part of your mission is you know or or your your goal is like you're going to find those people because if those people didn't exist then why are you going why, why are you even doing this if it doesn't exist so which it does so that's why i'm saying it's just important the way we go about things even to the most you know stupid people in in, in that in that sense of just how racist or whatever they are it's important that unless they're going about killing people you know going about killing people for their beliefs and and uh, torturing people and what and what have you, Jesus. It's important that if somebody's just sitting there, your examples and, are so like I mean, torture. I'm like, God. well, because that's where what do you live? Say that's what these people <laughs> say, and it's insane to me. It's like, dude, all he said was a was a, well, not all he said, but what he said, sure, is a very racist thing, or even mildly racist at times. You could take the time to politely and nicely say hey this isn't okay which a lot of people do a lot of non-super radical people do that and the people that actually believe in these things actually do take the time to be nice about it and to be you know caring people and be like look i understand that you are also a human being i understand that i'm a human being and i just want to tell you why you know this it doesn't necessarily i'm not comfortable with this for example whereas you know these really radical people on, on any side, really, they hear this thing and they're like, oh, well, you're they're, they're just they're they're such a snowflake or or on the opposite side. It's oh, well, they're just such a racist or whatever. And it's like, you know, if you guys would actually just take the time to sit down, talk to each other about how you feel, you guys would solve so many problems. And if anything, you would change you would help change some of these people that aren't very good people in general, very good human beings, morality, uh, morality speaking. And so again, it's just, it just baffles me how people cannot, how, how people try to do these take on these missions and these goals in these very, uh, very um, hot topics, I guess you could say in these very uh, heated um, ideas and not expect to find the opposite side. It just, it, it confuses me because it's Welcome like-
1: to the concept of having an ideology. You know, people, that's why I have an issue with it. It's like, hold on a second. Remember when we were kids and you would go to a store and that that guy's an adult. You remember remember that? That was always a thing. I can't wait till I'm an adult. I'm an adult. I'm an adult. Well, guess what? It hasn't changed much from school where everybody else is in groups and everything. It ends up evolving into now we're still going into groups. We're going left side. We're going right side. We're going Listen, like- why are we doing this now? We have way bigger issues when we should just come together. Yeah, we're going to disagree on a lot of stuff. But at the same time, it's like you don't have to try and change someone's opinion or make them believe what you believe in and what they are is wrong. It's just they don't agree with you. Move the fuck on. There are so many other things to be worried about. I'm more worried about is my car going to start when it's 30 degrees out? Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? But see, some people want to ride it to the end of the earth. I'm like, we haven't evolved much from when we, when we were kids. It's still the same shit. It's just a bunch of people wearing suits now and fighting at each other or wearing this and that. And I get it based on everybody should be equal and the world is is turned into this way, way out place. But at the same time, that's not everywhere. It's the same thing when you're looking online or something and media is just showing everything that it's not. There's good people out there. There's a lot of them. And there's a lot of people that are just trying to make it to the next day and be able to yeah. do something that they love. You good is that a lizard you got this is staying in the video that was funny how many lizard tanks do you have in your room
0: uh a lot Jeez. um i see the one aquarium he's taking one for his classroom i, I totally forgot that i got one for his classroom um he's like oh he's taking one to his bedroom uh, I, w- I
1: was just like it's like a dog running into a room or something it's like no. can you just these are my portable fish tanks. You just grab one and I'm gonna put a fish in just my pocket. Go.
0: Yeah, I've got uh, besides that one that he just took, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got seven. Yeah, it's it's uh, that's another hobby of mine is um, is, is fish keeping. I i i love uh, the aquarium hobby. Uh, I've always loved it since I was a kid. Um, but yeah, no, going going back to what we were saying to it again, it's just like. Hold on, you have Sea World
1: in your house. Let's not gloss over that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's I me. Mean, that's good though. I had a fish tank for a while, but changing out the fish tank and the water and shit, I had to walk all the way downstairs to get new water to put in my fish tank. Where I was like, all right, you guys can just, you know, fade. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, it's definitely a chore, and it's 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 a lot of money for sure. Um, but it is one of those things that is um relaxing for me and i don't you know besides audio drama and besides that there's not a whole lot that i spend money on so i mean that's that's you brought that's up a good thing. point audio drama because i really want to talk
1: about this too he's to talk <laughs> about everything but it what do you do impressions on it or you just write for it
0: uh i i write for it i write for it you don't do impressions
1: you gotta have not... one in the bank come on i know you practice dude <laughs> i practice in the mirror don't give me that i'll give you a couple if you can give me one oh um an impression or like an accent like i can give you my george to if you want to hear my george to <laughs> i
0: i oh shoot um I'm trying to think
1: can you do george to
0: i can't do george to <laughs>
1: oh my <laughs> <laughs> I listened to an audio tape of him where it's like positive affirmations to help you go to sleep. So yeah. as you're sleeping, you're just listening to him go, Oh, you're beautiful. And it's like, <laughs> oh no, I'm taking this out of my ears.
0: Yeah, I don't have any. Honestly, the only one that I have, um, I learned from my family. So I have uh so my extended family is Indian, like, like from India. Um, I have extended family from India and I, I, I've, I've been with them before and, uh, they have very heavy accents and, um, you know, I, I only do it around them, but you know, it, it's, it's funny. I, I, I talk like I'm, uh, like I'm from, uh, from Bombay, India and I, uh, I, I really love uh, America. It's a very good country. Con- country, yeah. I can't even, I can't even do it right now, um, but that's that like the sounds only.
1: It's like every taxi driver I've ever had. <laughs> I'm not trying to be insensitive, <laughs> but like it, it legit sounded like a taxi driver to me. Yeah. Like if you watch Don't Mess with the Zohan, that's like a yeah, stereotypical yeah. like taxi yeah. driver.
0: No, yeah, and and, and that you know, uh, that's uh, that's one of the few that I've that I've picked up from from extended family and even some friends and. Uh, not, not once have I ever done it in front of them and they've gotten like, Oh, that's, you know, you're being so insensitive. And oftentimes I'll just be like, Hey, check this out. You know? And I'll tell them like, well, Hey, I, it's bring good the, fun.
1: I bring up the point. Like, cause I used to work with Irish people and I would be talking to, or there's this one example I always use Um, this guy named Kevin. He got in a jet ski accident. And when he called in on the radio, his accent to me was like the most beautiful thing in the world. I love like an <laughs> Irish or a Scottish accent. Like yeah. that, that's, that's a trigger for me where like, if a girl comes in with that, I'm like, Hey, are you married at all at any point? <laughs> um, but like, he was like, God, Jessica, he's like he calls over to us i was like kevin are you all right he goes i think i broke my fucking foot and as him saying that i have never laughed so hard on the ground where i thought i was going to puke i mean i was like my my ribs were ripping through my abs like it was like hard as shit and i was like laying on the ground holding my stomach and people were like we got to go help him and it was like an emergency scenario but i couldn't pull myself together like, have you, I don't, I've never laughed that hard over anything where I was physically crying and I thought I was going to need an ambulance. And like, I, he comes back, he goes, why didn't you help me? And I just like, I keep your <laughs> accent, but it happens with working for with them for so long. Um, I started picking up on things like I, my past podcast recently have been a lot of people from the United Kingdom because they're on lockdown. So they're free. And um, I started developing some of the uh, a little bit of a little bit of a whiffle, ain't it? Like I would start getting a bit of a a tone or an accent to my voice. And I'm like, it's because your brain's trying to adapt to things that are your surroundings to be able to adapt to a situation. Same like I worked in a hotel industry for a very long time and I would start to pick up on Spanish and I would start to pick up on a lot of things because a lot of the people that were working there were Hispanic. And I was like, that was, I was a minority. So it was my brain trying to culturally adapt to my surroundings to be able to to survive that's just an old instinctual thing that's inside of us
0: yeah yeah no it's um and that's the fun thing for me too i think is when you go to a different place uh especially in the world that has a different dialect different accent you tend to pick up those things a bit when i went to um so I went to Corpus Christi, Texas in 2018, I think, and I was there for four or five months doing reconstruction as a volunteer for uh, people that lost their houses to Hurricane Harvey. And uh, after after I came home, after the four months of being there, I I, I started talking a little bit like this, just a little bit, you and know, and that it, sudden draw just just a little and it was just it It would leak into just small words I would say y'all a lot more um you know and and, and a lot of other things and then people at home would be looking at me like why are you talking like that <laughs> and I'm like I don't know I've been living there for four months and I already and I already picked it up and it's just it's interesting um you know speaking of Ireland that's one of the places I've been wanting to uh, not just visit, but eventually live in. I. It's just, it's such a, um, not only is it a beautiful, it's beautiful country, but beautiful people, I think. I think the people there are some of the great, you know, everywhere's got bad eggs, but it, it's some of the most understanding and just fun people to be around, you know, and and it's, it's just, it, it's the type of person that I would see myself, getting along with the type of people that I would be most comfortable expressing myself as just uh, because it's so accepting. It's so, you know, it, it's not, it doesn't, they, you know, they don't take themselves too seriously in the sense of like, Hey, I'm just here to have a good time. I'm just here. You know, I I, I love my culture. I love my people. I love who I am. And I I love, you know, whatever it is, whatever else it is. And you don't see that a whole lot in, at least here in the, in the United. Granted, it's because we're very mixed, but there's just no sense of pride here, and and that and it's also because we're 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 really not the at least in my opinion we're really not the best when it comes morality speaking. I, I'd argue we're one of the worst, um, just because we have so many different backgrounds of insensitive people, and it's it to me it almost feels like. Uh, at least where i live in, in California it, it's the worst of all the different backgrounds all different cultures all different races only the worst people come to california and it's just it's it, that's how i that's how i've always felt about it and just everybody's so rude over here everybody's so absolutely rude if you just accidentally you I think know it's like bump- that
1: with a lot of places because recently i've discovered like i think people lost common sense. Um, basically because being on lockdown for so long, like I almost hit five people with my car just because they walked out into the middle of the street without looking. Going to a fucking yard sale, like I'm gonna buy this fucking uh, clothes hangers for my suits or my khakis that I got from a thrift shop that were an old dead guys that probably shit in them. And they go and walk over and they didn't even look both ways. I had to slam on my brakes and I'm like, yo, did we just lose common sense? Like my ideal place to live is like, in a log cabin somewhere or just out in the woods or isolated away from everyone where I can go like maybe five or six miles out into a town to a diner and meet that waitress lady. Cause I think the biggest thing for people is you need to confront your fears and that scares the shit out of me. So I want that to go be my only place to get food. So every day I have to walk in there and listen to a lady go, Hey, what you want doll <laughs> Mistake, And you're like, gee, I'm not ready. Just shut the door and walk back into the car. Like, <laughs> Pick a kid's menu or something. I don't know. But I think that's like, for me, that's my ideal thing is I like to find, I remember my guidance counselor telling me, um, I have two classes for you, but it looks like you'll have to probably take this one to graduate. Um, probably in six months when the other classes open back up, we can put you right in at the beginning of the list and you'll be able to go into this class. I'm like, why would I wait six months to take that class and then graduate? Or I could take this class and then graduate before the six months. And he goes, well, you're just going to be uncomfortable. And I said, well, what's the class? He goes African-American history. And I'm like, why is that? He goes, you would be the minority in that class. And people were paying where I live, were paying kids to go to college for free if you were white because you were a minority. And I was like, what the, like, that's a free education. Fuck yeah, I'd rather do that instead of paying thousands of dollars to go to like some school like Salisbury. Like, why wouldn't I do that? So find anything and I, I, that's just not an uncomfortability factor for me is being a minority. I've been a minority in every job I've ever worked in and every place I've ever been. You gotta find the things that make you uncomfortable because they might be holding you back from something great. And I don't want anybody or looking at like a reflection of my life and someone being like, well, you didn't do this to get what you wanted because you were uncomfortable and you thought you would be scared to do so. And I'm like, so I fucking missed out on an opportunity because of my own incense, my own stuff that's going on in my head. That's like, yeah, don't do that because it's going to be weird. You're going to be scared. It's like, yeah. that's that's just the product of we're all afraid to take that shot because it's uncomfortable to us. It's new to us. It's like, I hate going to new jobs. I don't like starting over. I don't like not having my routine. Well, fuck it. I do it more now. I try and, you know, when I start a new job or something, I'm like, all right, let's do this. You know, get rid of that uncomfortability factor. And it'll go away and you'll grow from it.
0: Yeah and I, and and you know that's one of the things one of the messages i highlight in my show too is like you know change is going to happen and uh how we adapt to those changes is kind of in a sense who def- it's what defines who we are is uh and and how we operate is how when faced with adversity and faced with uh whether it's small changes or very big changes that we you know, we adapt and we always have ever since, you know, the beginning of our of humanity, we've always adapted. And I think we're, we're at a point now where, where we, we have to learn how to adapt to certain situations, certain people in order to become better ourselves. And I think a lot of people have kind of lost sight of that message. It's like, look, I understand what this person said is just so disgusting and 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 whatever it may be but and and even if it was to you you know you you got to you got to move on man you got to move on um because at the end of the day words are just words are empty at least for me and i know not everybody shares that sentiment but i encourage people to try to do that to try to have negative things be empty you could take things obviously take things away from them but, you know, at the end of the day, they're just words. They're just people telling you something probably stupid. You know, don't 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 take it too much to heart. The only person should
1: have control in your life is you, not exactly.
0: Anybody else. Exactly. And, and that's, you know, and that's, again, why I'm so in the middle about so many things, because I agree uh, with, you know, this side. I agree that, you know, you should be allowed to do whatever you want um with yourself with your body with whatever i agree with all of that and then with this side i also agree you know have some common sense have some decency as a can person
1: I get a, can i get a tattoo on my face would you let me do that
0: yeah it's it's like
1: I, as a friend you're gonna let me get a tattoo on my face
0: if you want to get you know I'll, I'll tell you why you know maybe the te- why you shouldn't, maybe why it might, uh, you know, put you in a bad situation at certain places, maybe why some jobs might not hire you because of it. I want someone um, to back
1: me out of a bad decision at two o'clock in the morning where I get an ice cream cone on my face. You think Gucci Maine had anybody like that or just a bunch of people like, yeah, go, go for it, dog, go for it. It's like, no, 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 no. This is a bad decision. You should talk to your mother and make sure she knows that you're about to do this because I'm guarantee you're going to regret that.
0: And again, and it's not, and and i think this is again where a lot of people get very confused or just lost in the argument is or in the in the thing is like you know we're not saying that you know getting the tattoo is about getting a tattoo is a bad decision or that it is uh ugly or that it is whatever and a lot of people take it as that when we when we say oh well that's a bad decision and it's like no 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 no. the the point here is is that it's a two a.m. spur of the moment decision. You're drunk, you know. You're half on the floor. You're throwing up, and you're like, "Let's go get a tattoo on my face," you know, of a of a of a penis or whatever, you know. And it's like, okay, <laughs> that's not that's not the smartest thing in the world, Rob. That's that's it's not the sm- you, you need it. You need to. just and I would value your down. opinion, and then you would <laughs> you be go able to, to tuck
1: me in. That's what I want is someone to tuck me in from the bad decisions. It's like my buddy gave me the best advice. He could have let me spend thousands of dollars on Dragon City. But he goes, you don't need that. You don't need that gem pack. You don't need that land (laughs) expansion. And I said, but I do. He goes, no, just wait. And I waited and it went away. You need that voice to tell you, hey, this isn't the best. Should you really write that post that makes fun of those people? No, think it through.
0: Yeah, I absolutely. Still, I
1: still, I still want to use money on Dragon City. It's a fucking great game. <laughs> I've been playing it five years. I'll give them a shout out. I don't need a sponsorship. Jeez. I was gonna,
0: I was gonna say, sounds like a sponsorship. <laughs>
1: I fucking wish. The only sponsorship I've ever tried to get was Honey Smacks, and the guy was like, "Sorry, no." And I was like, "I got Salmonilla from you guys, and you're not going to sponsor me? Why?" <laughs> That's... I live and die by your cereal and he goes sorry it's just it, your show doesn't seem to be our vibe and i'm like okay so then i made a cereal to rival their cereal so
0: oh yeah there you go you know and it's made just an like, enemy damn it and, and it, it see and that's that's a great example of you know using a situation where somebody you know, either doesn't believe in you or offends you or whatever and uses to make yourself better. You make something better than that. You take the opportunity and you do something that would make you happier. And I think, again, people just need to realize like shitty things are going to happen to you. Really awful things are going to happen to you. People are going to say just abhorrent things to you, but it doesn't mean you should give up your life. It doesn't mean that you should just base your entire life's worth on what a couple people say, and do and you need and if you're really that upset about it be an advocate for that go out do whatever whatever the heck it is um don't just sit on twitter uh twiddling your thumbs complaining about it to the one person that's gonna see your tweet you know i'm
1: gonna keep tweeting at you when you create this pirate uh audio drama of he better be wearing open-toed fucking shoes or he better be barefoot Cause he, if he's wearing socks, like I'm just gonna listen. It's gonna be like, and there's this one character who wears socks and sandals, and I'm like, oh no, no 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 no. <laughs> <I'll, I'll... laughs> to the comments be... we go.
0: If uh, if you get on the show, I'll make sure that your character does in fact wear socks and sandals, and he's that one weirdo.
1: You need a George Dakai. <laughs> I got a George Dakai. You toss out a George. D'Kai. I got a good walking, too, but that's about it. I I try, try, somebody wanted me to start up a show, my buddy Jason, who was on here, wanted me to start up a show where we just have people just do impressions the whole entire time. I'm like, that gets fun. But then after a while, it's like you can't stop. It's like when I start doing Christopher Walken, there's just people in my house like, you've been doing it for two days straight. I'm like, I don't think I can stop ever like, this is me now
0: it's 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 like drinking you can't stop it's, it's like, like a bad habit
1: it's i had a joke about it when i was uh i was trying to create a comedy built for the longest time which was like if you know you could choose the voice in your head what would you want it to be and you couldn't be like morgan freeman because then you'd be too much of a philosopher in everyday life like you would see a bag of doritos being like ever since i bought this bag of doritos i have felt amazing like you couldn't do that and you yeah. couldn't be don corleone like one day these Doritos call on you for the services. You couldn't, you couldn't do that. So it turns out the only voice that's ever right is the one that's already narrating your head, which is your own, because nope. that's the only one you're comfortable and used to. You couldn't have like Bill Cosby. Imagine that, like going down steps, bing, bop, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fucking yeah. horrible. It'd be fun for like a week. Yeah,
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I, I've, I've never been good at impressions. I've never, I. I i don't know what it is as much as i practiced a lot of uh like specific impressions or even accents i just i never got good at them and um even that's where you write
1: for it though that's the that's the hardest <laughs> I, part is writing for it
0: you know it's weird because i i i know what you're supposed to say i know uh the inflections i know uh the way people would say these things i just don't know how to do it it's weird it's it's like with music i um I can't read music worth being. I'm a musician, but I can't read music worth beans. I I, I can read what a note is, but I can't play music from reading. Like I can't play just from reading it. Whereas I can play by listening to something and playing by ear and just copying that sound by ear. And people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. And it's weird because like most musicians would see that as like, bruh, you know, like, it's like nobody, nobody only plays by ear. Most people will there,
1: do. there are no limits on the avenue as long as you're still hitting the goal. Like, if you're still hitting it, everyone's yep. got a different process. Someone exactly. tells you to stack 10 blocks. You could stack, you know, 10 this way or 10 this way. You know, you still got to the end thing. Exactly. That's beautiful. Now, give me a way to wrap up this show since you're a writer and a voice. I'll do Christopher Walken if you want me to. It's going to be horrible, but
0: um want to hear your pirate voice wrap it up as a, as a swashbuckling uh pirate ah this has
1: been an episode with uh mr ortiz off of a audio drama podcast he's going to plug his links and then after that you're going to hear a fiery explosion
0: of me getting my booty <laughs> i love it that, that was really good i love it that was great
1: plug where people can find the audio drama dude i've i'm surprised you talked to me for this long it's been going two hours so please promote it man
0: yeah no absolutely man i think uh, again it's really important that uh that people just have a great time with these things and that uh people can just talk and talk about whatever the heck they want um and uh yeah but i'll, I'll definitely down below um wherever put different links to my works into these audio dramas and uh, to stuff that I'm a part of, and uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing what you think, and uh, I'm looking forward to listening to some more of your episodes. I, I was listening to your last couple ones. I'm like, this is my type of show. This is my type of show. I, I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna listen to this uh, quite often now.
1: I appreciate, it, man. Where uh, can people find you? That's what I meant by promoting. Let people know, like right now. Where yeah, they absolutely. Like Instagram, so- Twitter.
0: Yeah, so I'm on Twitter. Uh, My Twitter is Entropy underscore Drama. Uh, My website is... Let me find it. Google
1: that shit. You can can hear the keys typing in the (laughs) background.
0: My website is EntropyAudiodrama.org. That's where you'll find this audio drama and you'll find links to all the other social medias and uh, all the other audio dramas that I'll be making. They'll all be linked together. Um, you can find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Podbean, Anchor, Podchaser—pretty much anywhere where there's a podcast, you'll find this show. Just type in Entropy Audio Drama. Now, um,
1: entropy is like one of those um, cryptozoology—one of the giant insect beast kings that actually eats the corpse of their young, and then also is able to—you know—I think he his habitat's in a gold mine somewhere. I'm pretty sure that might be bullshit. I'm just tossing
0: that out there. Uh, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> i i i i commend the effort and uh i was saying I-
1: it and then i was like i don't believe this this is fake i was just going to toss this out there and then as i started saying it i started convincing myself until i got to the habitat. No, that was
0: really good that was really good at that point i'm like man he seems really convinced i this- was like
1: this is believable like flat earth like i could make people <laughs> believe this <laughs> all right well i'll make sure i link it in the description and all I gotta you gotta give me a pirate thing. Come on. I gotta give it. Yes.
0: Oh come on. Ah. Uh, oh man. Um give me like an arr. Oh gosh. Um I can't do this. The show uh. won't wrap until I hear a pirate <laughs> impression. Um give me give me something to say and I'll I'll try to say
1: it. Just say I'm coming for Yi booty.
0: Arr, I'm coming for you, booty.
1: That was perfect. <laughs> I like to do the version of, like, the movie Dodgeball where Dave the Pirate's on there. Yeah. yeah. Arr! <laughs> <laughs> Freaking like, pauses that he has. Oh, God. That was perfect, man. And thanks for listening to this episode out of the blank. And sail the seven seas, my friends.